Okay. Welcome, everybody, to the Gents Talk series. We've got with us mentalist. Is that the the That is the term. term. Yeah, mentalist and psychological illusionist. Essentially, magic of the mind. Magic of the mind. I love that. Kevin Hamden. How are you, brother? I'm good. How are you? Good. Welcome to the Gents Talk pod. Thank you. Thank you. We're we're excited to talk to you. I was telling Matthew that uh, you were coming on, and he was telling me that he's... Was it excited or interested to interested, see how this goes? Like, like magic is interesting to me. Like it's 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 just I don't I don't explain it, man. I just I don't know. I like I like it for other people. <laughs> <laughs> like, like okay, why? I, I've heard that a lot. Why? Um, cause I don't like not knowing. I think that's and that's what it is. It's it's the not knowing. Okay, because it's like okay, how how. How, it's just like how okay how <laughs> and like if it's somebody else all right cool i don't like it doesn't follow like me it's like i'll be up like two nights like man how like how yeah. like you know so i think that's what it is for me i get that a lot a lot of people say the same thing it's the how yeah but with mentalism my job is to not make it about the how but make it about the connection mm. right so it's not it's not a puzzle it's more of a connection experience you'll never forget that's the goal yeah how do you even get into this so you want the, the long story. Yes. You were born and now you're here. Yeah, I was bored and now I'm here. Six years old was the very first time I saw magic tricks in front of me. And that was my dad. He's not a magician by any means, but he learned one trick and he ran with it. He started doing it for me as a kid and a little six-year-old, they're like, oh my God. Because I had already watched David Blaine when I was four. That's around the time that he was kind of coming out. And I'm blown away by that but seeing a magic trick in front of you is is something else right you could see it on tv but when you experience it it's just a feeling in that moment i just wanted that's what i wanted to do i wanted to find a way to learn how to do that to create that feeling for other people fast forward a bit i started learning from a magic kit it also every kid the cliche thing we got a magic kit and we learned some tricks essentially with me that's what happened but prior to that I didn't have any tricks. I didn't have any resources to learn. So what I would do is create things from the top of my head. I'd be like, well, this is what I want to do. So how am I going to do it? So you know that trick where you put a quarter through a can? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what I was doing. So I just kept playing with different ideas. And I started as a little six, seven-year-old just doing that. Eventually, I taught myself how to do it. Years later, I learned, oh, wow, I actually ended up learning the right way to do that. That's pretty crazy that I learned that. The mentalism, though, was always that one thing that, how, sorry, how, <laughs> right? How, how is that a thing? Fast forward in my life, started to learn more into that stuff, learning more from the books. Books was one thing. And just devoting every bit of my life to that whole learn. It's, it's, it's a lifelong learn. You don't just learn it in one night. You don't, don't just learn it overnight. It's every day researching, testing, trying. And later in my life, I learned that mentalism is more about you, mm-hmm. right? It's not about me. I'm not better than you. I'm not a demon, although everyone thinks that, right? It's about you. It's about that connection with you. And that's, you're laughing. It's true. How many messages I get and, and, and comments, you're a djinn. Witch, witchcraft. Yeah, witch, witch. Yeah. People come, sir, don't do it. Don't do it. And I'm thinking, don't do what? And then they, they send another message. Don't sell your soul. <laughs> break that bond with the gin i'm like there's there's no bond man there's no gin there's no, nothing with that but essentially it's a long journey of learning testing trying and really learning a lot about people being you, out there how do you even learn this though you said books books yes so there's a lot of books you can learn from psychology magic in itself is a psychology even if we look at the simple you know put the coin in the hand and it's gone 
there's a psychology there, right? There's a psychology of you have to believe that coin is there and you believe it's there and it's gone. There's psychology to everything in magic, but in the mentalism side, you are learning psychology about how people react, right? You know that thing when someone holds the coin out, the body reacts in a certain way and you're reading that. You know what I mean? Yeah. One question, if he's upset, does he have to say anything for you to know? No. No, why? Well, because I've learned his mannerisms. Exactly, you've learned his mannerisms. Us mentalists, we learn how people think. We learn what words to say to evoke a thought. We learn what words or what thoughts evoke a specific reaction in the body. It's an interesting fact. If I were to tell you name a color now, chances are you'd go for red or blue. Those are the most psychologically statistical colors people would go for. Or name a number up to 10. Probably be seven, right? Mm. Why? Because you're gravitated towards that. That is a psychological thing that we've learned how people think. Over the years, you take those ideas, you take that knowledge, and you build on it. You make it bigger. You make it stronger. You start seeing emotions. You start seeing certain things. You start learning how to reveal names, thoughts, words, emotions, memories, influence thoughts, putting thoughts into people's heads, hypnosis, that kind of stuff. All these breed and build into each other. It's almost like a numbers game. To an extent. Okay. To an extent, because... I'm not going out there throwing information, right? Hoping it sticks. Like you're thinking of Vincent, right? That's that's not what it is exactly. There's obviously something there that we're doing, what we've learned. But yeah, that's essentially like it, it's it's a constant practice. You can't wake up tomorrow and say, I'm gonna be a mentalist. You gotta practice it. Same thing with magic. You can't wake up tomorrow, I'm gonna be a magician. There's it's not just about the trick. It's about you. It's about the person. It's about leaving with an experience. It's about creating that world that they believe. You know what I'm trying to say? Hmm. And I'm not saying I can read minds. I'm not saying I'm, a, as I said, a demon. I'm not saying I'm master sorcerer, right? But I've just learned <laughs> the way this works, the way people think. Interesting. And is this something that you find... How do I put this? So... Your background, you told me you're Le half Lebanese, half Persian. Yeah, Le uh, Lebanese, Persian, and Romanian. Romanian. So half Romanian, then the rest Lebanese and Persian. Okay. Do you, do you find that there's a cultural taboo to, to any of this? It's funny you say that because when I'm done and I tell people I'm Romanian, they immediately say, so you're a gypsy. That's what it is. I'm like... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The thought crossed my mind. <laughs> I'm like, okay, hold on. Yeah. No, no. It's uh, Other than that, no. It, there's, it's not because of my background that I've learned it, obviously. No matter what my background would be, as long as my life went in the direction that it did, seeing that first trick, seeing the magic, I still would have been into it, right? And I don't think, like, obviously the joke is there, but I don't think people at the back of their mind really believe, hey, he's doing it because he's Romanian and no. he's playing with yeah. stuff like that. I don't, I don't think so. I think that in, the, in that moment after the trick has just been done to them, they're just trying to grasp for some, yeah, they're like, something. Yeah, like something like, like, you know, just <laughs> That's to, why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, and, and you know, it's it's fun too, especially in a live setting. Like I do a lot of corporate work. That's my main market for my, my shows. And in stage shows, people will throw things out there as jokes. People will throw stuff. I love that. I feed off that. My show is not a, hello, this is the mentalist. That's not what it is. It's a mm. fun experience. It's a time for everyone to literally forget anything that's bad, in their life, focus on the good. Let's let's make a good experience. Let's create an unforgettable experience. And that's what I always say. I want to help you make your event unforgettable. Mm -hmm. So you do a lot of corporate events, you said? Yes. 
and you do a lot of street shows. Shows might not be the right word, but you, you do a lot of street performances for this for the socials. For the socials. Yeah, so streets for the socials in terms of uh, profession where I'm being paid, where I make my living, corporate work. And I do private parties as well, like weddings, but my main market is corporate. As well as a university, I do some university and college shows, mm -hmm. but again, corporate's that main market. That's where I'm pretty much performing 99% of the time. And is it, like I'm, I'm, I'm very curious if you're open to sharing it, but is it a sustainable career? Absolutely. As long as you are good, as long as you are focused on the client, focused on the audience, you can do this forever. Obviously, you can't. There's there's people that in anything, when you do something for so long, you're going to start getting bored of it. Right. If you're truly passionate about what you do, though, you will never get bored of it. Right. This has been my journey since I was a kid. I love this. I put 110 percent into everything. I devote my entire time and my effort into making that client happy, making the audience happy. So as long as you're good, as long as you're focused on the clients, as long as you're advertising right, as long as you're working in every aspect to get, put people or you in people's face, sustainable. I literally, which we can get to whenever you're ready. I literally left my job. I literally. Tell us. Yeah, let's go. So <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I went to school for music and math. Now, since I was a kid, Ma uh, magic has always been my my passion has been everything and I put so much time as a kid learning it but near grade eight I started getting made fun of I started getting picked on and bullied for doing it so stupid on my end and I, I shouldn't use the word stupid but wrong on my end I quit and I stopped I stopped for two three years I didn't even do magic I didn't even want to look at it. I didn't want to see it because I was I don't want to be made fun of anymore I don't want to be put down because of something that I love Stupid though for me to quit because it's something that made me so happy because magic was there for me in every bad experience of my life. My mom, we were in and out of hospitals for 10 months. Very weird situation that happened to her and that was my out. That was my out. Magic was it and that's where I started getting so obsessed even more because now I found the way to learn instead of just making things from my head. So I was spending every moment learning and that was kind of me getting away from life because Having your mom in a hospital day in, day out for 10 months to 12 months is the worst experience as a little kid and nobody understands it, right? So at that time, as I was learning magic, I was starting to be made fun of and I quit. Now going into high school, I always in the back of my head had, what if I didn't quit? I want to get back into it. I want to get back into it. And I, I just, I couldn't bear to be made fun of again. And then one moment it all just, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I get made fun of it is what it is. I'm literally leaving a piece of my life out for what? For people that don't even care about me. People that are going to forget about me in five years. People are going to forget about me in two years. People are just going to completely forget about me. Why am I going to limit my life and what makes me happy? So in that moment, at the end of high school, when I got right back into it, I went off. I disappeared for two years. Some of my friends, like obviously we'd stay and we'd chat. I didn't go out. I said, I'm going to learn this art inside out and put every moment and get back all the time that I lost. And I did that. I went in deep. I just went fully into it, learning, practicing, seeing, going on the street, trying random stuff. I did a lot of free shows too. That's how you get into it. Now, as we start becoming obsessed, start seeing we're getting good at what we're doing, fast forward into the time of working other jobs. Now, at the back of my mind, as I said, since I was a kid, I wanted to always do this as a career. I wanted to do this and 
biggest stages. Vegas was my head since I was six years old. Think about that. At six years old, that was where my head was at. This is what I wanted. So while working other jobs, it's just not it, man. It's just not it. This nine to five, this routine, working for someone else. You're working so hard for, to build someone else's dream. And I'm taking all the time away from working on mine. Because I was in school too. As I said, I, I had a degree in music and math. The whole thing was safe job, go into teaching. Let's be safe. And then we can do magic on the side. Couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. By the end of university, I said to my mom, actually, I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. I was praying that I was not going to get accepted to teacher's college. I was like, God, please. Then I don't have to say anything. It's like, oh, I didn't mm -hmm. get accepted. Whatever. I got accepted. I'm, I'm like, oh my God, what do I say? So I said, you know what? I told my girlfriend, I don't know uh, what to say. I'm just going to decline it. And then we'll deal with it later. So I declined the offer. I declined it, which most people would be like, why would you do that? I declined. I said no. Two weeks later, my mom's like, shouldn't you have gotten an answer yet? I did. Oh, yeah? Would you? What happened? I got accepted. Woo! I declined it. Pissed off. She didn't talk to me for two weeks at all. After I started telling her, like, listen, this is my passion since I was a kid. Trust me. Trust me. I will do this. Now... This goes into the jobs. Why did I start working these jobs? When you are trying to build a business and nobody knows who you are, do you know what that means? Mm -hmm. You're not working. You're not being paid. It's not happening. It got to a point I was living off my credit card that I, I, I got so broke, I needed my girlfriend to e-transfer me $2 that I did, so I didn't go into overdraft. That's mm -hmm. a scary thought that I never wanted to do that again. So I was like, you know, let me work part-time. Let me make some money. So I can fund all the advertising that I need. And I did. I worked, I worked, I worked, I worked. But in that, you start getting sucked into the, it's, oh, the payment is coming every two weeks. This is easy. And I end up staying at that job longer. And I'm like, I'll do magic on the side. I'll just do it on the side until it gets bigger. Until one day, I walked out. I'm done. I'm going to quit. I quit my job completely. I literally quit every safe source of income. And I said, I'm going to put every point in my life, every hard, every bit of hard work that I had into this to make sure I can make this a career. And I did that. I legitimately went from nothing to creating something that everyone now knows who I am. Right? I don't want to say everyone and talk like that, but a lot of people know who mm -hmm. I am now from nothing. So the whole point of this is since I was a kid, quitting and not focusing on you leads to nothing but when you put all in and you focus all in on you and you focus all in on what you love amazing magic can happen sincerely if i didn't do every decision that i did and i didn't quit my job and i didn't go all in the way i did we wouldn't be in this room together right now let's think about that mm. we wouldn't be in this room together right now you would never have seen me interesting how that works correct it's an incredible journey and it's not done it just started i told i tell everyone I will not stop until I'm dead. That is my, my saying. And my friends, they all hear it. I'm not stopping until I'm dead. I'm not. This has been my passion. This has been my, my love since I was a kid. It's not stopping. This is only the beginning. So all this that I've, I have, thank God, and I thank God every day, accomplished, this is just a scratch on the surface. My visions are so much bigger of where I want to be. What does that entail? Never stopping. That's, that's a good question. Essentially, like, what's the end goal? There is no end goal for me. So it's never stopping, always continuing this as a career, being in front of more people, performing shows all around the world. I want to do a world tour. I want to do a headlining show in Vegas. 
there is so much that I want to do that to me there is no end goal. It's just never stopping and growing. Never stopping and growing. Doing magic for more celebrities. Doing magic for more people. Doing shows all over the world. Doing shows all the time. That's, that's essentially like it's just never stopping. For me, if I hear end goal, and you know, as a kid, you ask little Kevin, what's your end goal? I'd probably give an end goal. But as I grew up, to me that end goal is like, let's say you achieve that end goal tomorrow. It means you stop? No. <laughs> so to me, there is no end goal. The end goal is never stopping. Always finding something to grow upon. Because especially what happened now, at the beginning of the year, my goal was to hit 10K on Instagram. I was like, you know what? If I can hit 10K on Instagram by the end of the year, just from posting and reels and all this stuff, I'd be happy. So me and my videographers, that was our goal. Together is to get out there and reach that. Did I really believe I could do it? No, I didn't believe I could hit 10K in five months because that's when I, I put the, the goal, five months left. And then everything just changed. In one week, my account exploded. It, I reached 7.9 million accounts in a week. That's insane to me. That's insane to me. I went from 4,000 followers to 284,000 followers in a week and a half, two weeks. That's insane. Absolutely insane. So right there, I, I, I hit my goal faster. I passed it. Does that mean I stop? No. That means we work harder. And that's the thing too for me is no matter how much I accomplish, I always want to do more. And it's not me being greedy. It's me never wanting to stop. Because once, once you succeed in something, right, and once there's eyes on you, you got to work 10 times as hard, 20 times as hard, 100 times as hard. You can't be complacent. And that's the big thing. Going back to what you said before, can you make a career out of this? As long as you are not complacent, it is so easy to be like, I accomplished this, I accomplished this, I accomplished this. We're good. Let's take it easy. No, I'm the opposite. Everyone thinks I'm crazy. I am finding things to do every second of the day. There's one saying I always say, I want to be so busy, I don't even know my name. <laughs> and I still know my name, so we're not busy yet. <laughs> Does your mom support what you're doing now? 100%. 100%. She had to see it. She, she had to say, when she saw me live for the first time, she came to one of my live shows years ago. She's like, I get it now. You turn it on. And everyone says that. When it's time to be on the show, when it's time to perform, turns on. It's like people say I become like a different person. Like it's not even that. It's just I'm in it. And like I say, my goal is to make you feel amazing. You to leave saying, wow, that was unforgettable. It's not about me. I'm not better than you. And that's something I always stress. So, yeah, now I have that support. And it's crazy. My father, though, he always supported me. Mm -hmm. When I told him I, I declined teacher's call, when I told him I quit my jobs, he's like, I'm for it, son. I'm for it. You have what it takes. I've seen it since you were a kid. So having that was easy. Convincing the mom, you know, old school Romanian parents. And I think everyone watching this that knows old school Romanian parents, they want you to be a teacher or a doctor or something like that that's safe. That's what they want. Mm -hmm. She didn't get that, but uh, I hope she got more than she was wanting. <laughs> sure she did. Yeah. Sure she did. So, okay. Um, walk me through the entrepreneurial mindset that you have to develop Absolutely. to build this business. Absolutely. So one thing it's is not a traditional business. No, in no, any way it's not, but it, it leads into, or the mindset leads into this, the traditional business mindset leads into this. What is the biggest thing in sales? When you buy from someone, what must there be in place? A one need. word, 
A need. Exactly. Number two. What's the other thing? The so once that the, fills the need. Exactly. Yeah. But to buy from someone in specific. What like let's say the need's there, you have five people in front of you. Why are you gonna buy from one, not the other? Aside from let's say success or credibility. But credibility is there. What is that credibility? What does that credibility create? I'll tell you, trust. You need trust. Trust needs to be in place to buy from someone. If someone doesn't trust you, that you are that person, that you're credible enough to satisfy their need, satisfy their event, you don't have it. And that's the same thing in magic. Now, how do you create trust as a business in magic? You gotta show people you're performing. You gotta actually be performing, that's the one thing. There's people that fake stuff. Like, oh, I'm here in my next show, and they're just in their guest room in their house. That's, you're not doing a show. And I, 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 I don't know how people can do that, but I don't know anyone specific, but I've heard stories. Trust. Show people what you're doing. Show people you're working. Show people that you will do that for them. One of the things that a lot of people are afraid of is this top hat magician mentality. Even though I'm a mentalist, and there's a reason this is dressed this way, I want to look different from that traditional sense. This is me, though. Right, again, this is me. I'm not putting on an act of, hey, I'm going to do a leather jacket to look cool. Since I was a kid, remember I told you I played guitar? Music has been a thing, and rock music was that one thing I loved. I love all kinds of music, rap, everything, everything, jazz, everything, dance, anything you could think of. But rock was always that, that thing for me. So I brought that side of me into this, and this is a different look, right? You're used to that suited up, top hat thing if you're looking traditional magic sense, right? People don't want that. So with that reluctancy, right? Or what's the, what's the right word? The uh, fear. Fear, I think, is a better word. With that fear of, is this the right guy? I thought of that. How do you show people, aside from your accolades, aside from everything, I offer Zoom demos. I say, listen, let's hop in a call, Zoom demo. I want to give it for you and your clientele. And that's committees, especially when you work with committees and corporate companies. The committee makes the decisions. Mm -hmm. Even the top boss makes the decision. Let's go on a Zoom demo. Let's hop on a Zoom demo. Let me show you what I do so you know I'm going to be the perfect guy for you. That's the one thing when I started the business mindset, what can I do? The next thing is you have to have a website. If you do not have a website, you do not have a business. I, I tried back when I was starting making a business without a website. No. You'll get some bookings from word of mouth. It's not enough. Word of mouth is not enough. That helps. It's not enough. A good website that when people go on your page, you're like, yes, this is the guy. Grab them, right? Essentially, in this little ramble that I said, trust, credibility, and how are you different, right? Because that's, that's everything in life. What makes someone different? What makes someone them? What makes someone want you over the other guy? You know what I'm saying? The other thing with business mindset was... Uh, hard work, right? Quitting a job and going all in and being self-employed, people think, oh, you're self-employed, it's easy. Wrong. And you know, and you know, it takes more work than anything, mm -hmm. right? More work than anything. I think if anything, you're working more. Instead of working nine to five, eight hours, you're working 24 hours. I'm working in my sleep. Let's be honest, right? So I, I think too with the business mindset is memory, right? You can have all these CRMs, you can have all these things telling you. If you don't remember someone and you're just going based on the CRM, People also resonate with that, right? I'm a big believer that people buy into people. If people feel that you're genuine, because you are being genuine, it's not an act, people are gonna be more inclined to work with you. So with that business mindset always working, 
always finding a way to get something done. And another thing for me is finding that work too. Reaching out to people, reaching out to past clients, reaching out to people that have heard about you, seen your show, telling them, hey, I want to help you make it unforgettable. And that's, as I say, a big thing. I'm, me, it's all about you. It's not about me. I want to help you. How can I help you? And that's the, the biggest thing that I focus on in my, uh, in my career. Did that answer the question? Yeah. Any, <laughs> any other questions a part of that? No, no, I think you, I think you captured that. <laughs> that's good. Um, I have a question. What's the difference between a mentalist and a magician? Great question. And what was the third thing you said? You said you are a mentalist and a... Psychological illusionist. So, so I'll, Those two and then those two versus magician. Yes. Great question. I love getting that question. So a magician, when you hear magician, let's say you don't have that, that idea that oh, it's the top hat. You know a magician's going to be doing cool tricks. Let's say David Blaine, right? Chris mm. Angel. You're seeing that. Chris Angel. Wow. That's a... You just unlocked a memory for me there. <laughs> I'm telling you, him and David Blaine, biggest inspirations, changed my life watching them as a I kid. I used to watch Chris Angel religiously. Yeah. yeah, He gets a lot of hate. A lot of hate, but even from the magic Why? community. I, I, people, I don't know. I don't know what it is. They, People just love to hate. People, I, I yeah, just see. People yeah. just like to hate. Always. But if you really look and watch that show, he was doing stuff uh, way ahead of his time. Oh, 100%. Way yeah. ahead of his time. So anyone that hates, it's like, yo, don't don't hate. Look back, why did that work? He got signed for six seasons. Yeah. Six seasons. That's amazing. Yeah. Like how do you how can you hate on that? He did something right. Everyone knows him. He's a household name. Anyone that hates, look back. Don't hate. Look back. See why did that work? And then maybe change. Right? And the other thing too, he had charisma. Charisma, you need that in this industry. And that goes back to the the work mind. If you have this, I'm the best. Nobody likes that. Nobody's going to buy into that. What credibility do you have? That you're just the boring guy that knows what people are thinking? No, it's got to be fun. And Chris Angel made it fun. David Blaine made it fun. Yeah. They did make it fun. But the biggest difference to me between magic and mentalism is the mind. Magic's focused on that sleight of hand, right? I'm going to vanish something. I'm going to make something appear. I'm going to change something to something else. I'm, I'm obviously broadening it. There's so much more to it. But when you think magician, that's that. Mentalism is a brand of magic, but it focuses on the psychological side of the mind. It focuses on the mind in itself. It's all about the mind. Putting a thought in someone's head, taking a thought out. And now that psychological illusionist thing essentially is just describing that easy. Because when you hear mentalist, you don't know what that is right away. You're like... What's a mentalist? From my experience, people don't know. So I put that title mentalist and psychological illusionist because, well, you're like, okay, I know what an illusionist is. He's like a magician and psychological, that means it's about the mind. So this is magic of the mind. Bang, right there, yeah. right there. Biggest difference, the mind. A mentalist can make you see something and then it's gone in a psychological sense versus a magician can vanish something and it's gone in a physical sense. I know that's a very broad way to describe, but just something to kind of yeah. get the gears moving, right? Do you do you practice one over the other, or do you prefer one over the other? Yeah. I, pr I presume it's the mentalist. The mentalism, yeah. Okay. So that's why I, I ran with it. But since I was a kid, like I said, m mentalism was always that thing that stood out. When I saw, and it was Chris Angel that I saw read someone's mind on TV. When I saw that as a kid, I was like, wait a second. This doesn't make any sense. He just looked at this person. He pulled a thought out of their head. How in the hell is that possible? That makes no sense. And I'm sitting there as a kid. Wow. And that grabbed me. So that is what I focused everything on. And, you know, there's, I did start from a magic background. I do have sleight of hand ability. I do work with the card tricks and all that stuff. But 
I don't do that anymore. I don't really do that even in a professional setting. When I use cards, and I rarely do, but when I do, it's mentalism with the cards. So I do prefer the mentalism, and I'll tell you why. When you watch a magic trick, even there's so many amazing, amazing performers that make magic so beautiful and that make magic so personal to the person. But at the end of the day, it's still, look, look at this, right? Look at this. Mentalism, it's that connection. You cannot read a mind. You cannot influence a mind without a mind. Essentially, I have no job without you. I have no job without people, right? A magician can put a camera on, do some sleight of hand stuff. What am I going to do? If I have a camera, I'm going to read my own mind, right? It, it's, it doesn't work like that, right? So I prefer the mentalism because the onus is on that connection. You don't rely upon something visual or something magical you rely on that connection with that person so that's what grabs me towards that and i think people like the mentalism more and i think it's for that reason right do you find people are uh, like when you do these effects on people in the streets for example from you know from just the clips that you post to your socials do you find that they're willing participants or do you find that they're typically hesitant great question we have seen everything me and my team now are never firm. They're the guys that help me with my videography, my sound, even in terms of music and, and uh, vote intros when I come out and do my shows. They have seen everything with me. You get the people on the street that say, who the hell is this guy? What is, what's this guy approaching us? One guy thought I was going to rob him. It was hilarious. I wish we had it on video. I was like, hey, how are you? I'm very nice when I approach. Hey, how are you? I'm a mind reader and magician. I say that because people don't know. Again, yeah. mentalist, yeah, psychological yeah. illusionist. Exactly. I say things that are familiar. Now... Sometimes I'll just say mentalist and psychological illusionist and people will get it. But for the most part, I'm a mind reader and magician. Do you want to be in a video? One guy was like, oh, oh, he grabbed his girlfriend's purse. And I'm like, dude, it's just magic. I'm not, I'm not robbing you, man. <laughs> but people are reluctant, right? People, again, it's who's this random guy? What's he trying to do? One, uh, one person I was saying, I want you to think of a name for me. I want you to think of this. They literally just said, no, 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 no. I'm not doing this right now. This is freaky stuff. So... Again, you get that side where people are afraid because they don't know who you are. You get that side that people are afraid because they don't want people in their head. And then you get the people that love it. Now, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. With the rise in social media, it's way easier now because, oh, I know you. I've yeah. seen you on TikTok. I've seen you on Instagram. This is the guy. This is the guy. We're filming with one group across the street. People are like, oh, my God, that's the mentalist. That's the mentalist from Instagram. So it's a lot easier now because you're not playing that battle of, hey, do you want to be in a video? People are like, I want to be in a video. Yeah. In the beginning, it's tough. Now, still now, there it's you still get those people that don't know, and you still get those people that are afraid. But what happens when something doesn't work? Change it to make it work. So, I'm changing my approach so that it's getting people more on board right away. Even those people that don't know, they've never seen me. Is there? Walk me through that time where you're first learning the craft, you're testing it out, because. Like you said, to be a mentalist, you need a mind. So you have to inevitably experiment on somebody else. Walk me through the process where it's not working. Oh, this is amazing. 13 years old, my first attempt with mentalism on my mom. Mom, I want you to think of a name for me right now. Say it in your head. Keep saying it, okay? Think of a letter. Oh, there's an O here, yeah? No. Huh? No, there's no O. There's an A, though. No. Okay, what am I going to write? What am I going to say? Okay, I write a name. Who are you thinking of? She says a completely different name. 
I didn't even show her. I put it away. I wrote, uh, what did I write? I'm trying to remember. Nick. Completely different name. Very embarrassing. She's like, you need to practice, son. You need to go practice. <laughs> so that was at least at home with my mom. In a, uh, on the street, you get that too, right? Not now. Not now. But back when, when learning and trying things out, you get that too. But after you've learned and you've practiced and you've pretty much created that effortlessness to do it, it becomes a lot easier. But in the beginning, it was not easy. And I, I, I'll be honest, I practiced a lot on my mom, my dad, friends, because if you mess up, it's okay. It does, it, yeah. It's okay. It doesn't matter. Start over. It's start over. It doesn't matter. My mom was very blunt, though, always as a kid, even with card tricks. Horrible. She's like, I saw everything. Go practice. <laughs> and I think, I think it's that mindset that always rings in my head why I want things to be perfect. But great question, because that, without my mom being there to literally say, Kevin, that was very bad. You need to go practice. I probably wouldn't. I probably, I love it. So I still would have worked hard, but that made me work even harder, even, even harder. Do you, um, do you find yourself today ever considering anything else? As a career? Yeah. No, never. So you're 100% into this. 100% into this. This will not stop until I'm dead. And how do you maintain because no matter you know we've talked to some of the most upbeat positive energy filled individuals but everyone knows there are days where you wake up and you're not feeling yourself and your brain is your worst enemy and you got to fight through that as a mentalist (laughs) how are you fighting your own brain my brain works the same as everyone else's brain it is a hundred percent inevitable like you said you wake up say what happens if things change what happens if we get another pandemic what happens if people just say hey we don't want any entertainment anymore what happens right and that pops into my head every time and that and and it's a freaky thought especially the pandemic when that happened that was like a oh my god why 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 but you have to adapt you have to and like i said before if something is not working make a change to make it work for me, I get down like that. I think back to the moment when I started. I think back to myself, to that moment where I quit and how I felt when I quit. And I say, we're getting right back. We're working even harder. So it is inevitable. You get down sometimes, right? You get down if like back then you wouldn't get the booking. It's like, no. Oh man, why? Take any negative situation and find a way to make it a positive. I literally experienced so much into this where quitting, not having any any source with magic, feeling that depression, then quitting my job, not having any income, what do you do? I, I'm a big believer that as long as you are passionate in your life, you have a good work ethic and you work hard, you can achieve anything. 100%. You love what you do, you're good at what you do, and you want to make it work, you want to do whatever it takes, you will do it. As as I said, and as you said, you do wake up those mornings. Why? What would happen? What's going to happen? You jump and you start thinking, what would I do if things change? It's normal to think like that, but you can't. Because when you do, one, you're focusing on the negative. And I'm a big believer that when you focus on the negative, you're attracting the negativity. Mm. If you focus on the positive, you're attracting the positivity. I have friends in my industry that are shook, shook at what I've created, shook. Why did it Why did it work the way it worked? Why did I get where I wanted to be and I still have way more that I want to do? Why? 
because I envisioned it. And it's a strange thing, but when you put things into words and in your mind you envision and you believe it, it can happen. And I know it sounds like I'm just blurting mumbo jumbo here, but truly, in my head, anytime I get negative, I sit there, I remember why I started. I remember when I quit, how I felt. I remember every detail of how hard I worked and how much I love this, and I envision myself in the place I wanna be. If you keep doing that, you can overcome everything. Everything. Hmm. Interesting. What are your thoughts on that? I, I think that's a powerful way of thinking absolutely, about things. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely agree. Like you're as soon as you sat down, I'm just like, oh, this is good. <laughs> like like you said, you get that you do have that that presence. Like like I could imagine just sitting and watching you and even before any I don't know. Is tricks is tricks the right word? You know what? That's a that's a, again a great question. In the industry, mentalists call it effects because when you hear the word trick, at the end of the day, as I said, mentalism is a brand of magic. So it is still a trick, right? Mm -hmm. It's still a brand of magic. But when you hear the word trick, immediately breeds it's fake. What yes. does that mean? Oh, I'm tricking you. It loses that 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 hit. Yeah. Right? So I, I don't refer to them as tricks. Not that it's not cool, not that it's not anything. It's that in the head. It's like, oh, he's tricking us. That's not what it is. I call it effect because my my me and other mentalists in the industry call it effect because we are connecting with you to create an experience. It's not a trick. I'm it like it's a hard way to describe it. As a mentalist, we create the illusion of mind reading. So obviously, obviously, in if you put it in its bubble, it is still tricks because it's that brand of magic. But when you say the word trick, you trivialize it yeah. and it loses its oomph. So I, I believe the word effect fits right because it's just up for interpretation at that point. Yeah, are there any effects that you want to learn that you like? Because obviously magicians have like, oh, there's a new trick. I want to learn how to do that trick. Is there any like effects like, oh, like that's good. Like I want to, and you obviously do, you said do a lot of reading. So you. Yes. Yeah. So you know what? I, I, I'm over that whole, I want to learn this. I want to learn this. It's more of, I want to create more i mm. want to create more material that that impacts people and resonates with people in different ways now hypnosis is one thing that when i was young i learned and that's this is a funny story very very funny story as a kid i always wanted to learn hypnosis always and i didn't know what i was doing but i would just say some stuff in the playground what a dangerous kid if you're really thinking <laughs> well, what's this kid doing in the playground but i'd say listen i want you to take a deep breath in and out and on three you're going to close your eyes and i was just going through stuff I had no idea what I was doing. Later in my life, when I actually learned hypnosis, I thought back, what the hell, man? I was hypnotizing kids as a kid. I didn't even know what I was doing. And mm. I was following a structure there. Now, obviously, I wasn't doing it well, and I wasn't hitting all the things that I needed to do. But the thinking there as a kid was I wanted to learn that. And I, over the years, did. Now, if we have to say something I want to learn, I want to learn more into hypnosis. Why? I've heard, like, it's, it's, it's fun. People like it, right? I, it's not... It's not in the sense of like mind control. It's not to control someone's mind, but it is in itself, hypnosis, when you hear it, it's just a relaxed state. Realistically, it's not mind control, but I find people love it. And it's a nice change to things. Now, I've, as I said, I've already learned hypnosis. I know how to hypnotize people. I know how to do all that, but I would want to learn more into, you know, that's a good question from before when you said, is there something that you would want to, pursue in the future maybe hypnotherapy i don't know not but not as a career fully magic will always be that thing but that's something i might want to learn in the future I, i'm not certain but if i was to choose something i would want to learn more about that 
Is there something that it does? Like, like that's not the right question. Is there something that hypnosis particularly is used to solve? Yes. So the hypnosis that I do is entertainment. Sure. But there are hypnotherapists. Because hypnotherapy. Yeah. yeah. So they solve, like, making people quit smoking. I was gonna, yeah, I was going to say smoking. Yeah. I heard about for smoking. Yeah, or I, I want to forget. Like, I don't know exactly everything that they do, but if you want to maybe forget a traumatic thing or learn how to be more calm, that kind of thing. Like, hypnotherapy, the one thing is the smoking, and that's something I wanted to learn as a kid to make my parents stop smoking, but the hypnosis that I've learned and I've done is not that. That's not what I do. But, uh... How quickly can you hypnotize somebody? It depends, do, right? Do, are you do, do they Do they have... No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, do they have to be willing? Like, could you hypnotize somebody that doesn't... Like, it was like, they have to be willing, right? Willing. You okay. cannot hypnotize someone against their will. Like... Really? Legally or just it's just not possible? <laughs> I like, like actually, yeah. Uh, that's, that's a trick question. I, <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> but... Let's just keep it at, they have to want to. They have to want to be hypnotized. Obviously, I would never want to do something illegal. I would never want to do something against someone's will. It's just not cool, right? I would never want to do something to someone that they don't want, but... How how does somebody want to to do it? Like, is it, they're just, I I presume you're providing them with a set of instructions of some kind, and they have to willingly participate in these actions or... Yeah, so essentially with hypnosis, you're not asleep, you're not passed out, you're not like going for a nap, you're in a relaxed state where you don't care, right? And essentially you are bringing that subconscious mind out. So any suggestion you say now becomes a reality. Now you do obviously have to get them into that relaxed state. There's a set of things that you have to do. In terms of speed, I do tests. Test who's a good subject. Certain things that tell me, hey, this person's better than another person to be hypnotized. And I don't want to use the word better, but in terms of speed. More likely. Yeah. Now, there's going to be a clip that you're going to see where we were on the street. And uh, I, I asked the guy, do you want to be a part of this? I explained what I was doing uh, after I read his mind. Do you want to try some uh, influence, some hypnosis, that kind of thing? He's like, yeah. And uh, I put him to sleep in five seconds. Mm. So you can put someone quick. Some people take a little bit longer. But at the end of the day... The speed, I don't think the speed really matters. It's making sure you get there safely, you get there right. What's a telltale sign that this person is susceptible, is more susceptible, if that's the right word, to, to there's, being hypnotized? There's, cer- there's certain tests. Like one thing is when people put their hands out in front of them, right? And you imagine, close your eyes, imagine there's magnets in between their hands. That speed of their imagination shows, right? Because it's all about imagination. It's all about telling the subconscious mind, the subconscious mind taking over and following. So if someone's pretty quick with that test, you know, definitely, this is a great subject for hypnosis. If someone's slower, they're a good subject, but they're not as good as the other one. The other It'll one's take them great. a little longer. And then the one that doesn't move at all, at all, not it. Interesting. And so you put this person to sleep and then... I made him forget his name and then... Um, Gave him the name back and then said, your feet are stuck to the floor. You cannot walk towards me. You will not be able to. He's literally like stuck. My videographers were tripping out. They were like, why? How? Because I never I never did this with them yet. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I want to try to add different content on the channel too. Because it seems people, I, I put a little poll up. What do you want to see? As mm-hmm. I said, my thing's all about the people. I want to give to people. There was a lot of hypnosis. 
Make a guy forget his name. Make a guy fall asleep. Put them to sleep. This, that. Mike. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> you can have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. Again, my whole thing is safe. Yeah. yeah. I always ask for permission and make it safe. I don't want to make anyone. What's the worst thing that can happen from something like that? Like it, you tell me, like you tell me, you make this guy forget his name. He get he will get it back in hypnosis. Even you if you be don't, stuck. even if you don't give it back to him, you he said will. you gave it back be to him. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I said you, you can. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But if you don't do that, you can never be stuck in hypnosis. It's okay. not possible. There's not there's not someone running around thinking they're someone else, right? That's not possible. You will get out of it. That's not possible at all. There we go. So we're debunking some horror films that are going to come out at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like you see like, oh, let's say under, under hypnosis and it's every time you hear the number one, you're going to bark like a dog, whatever. That wouldn't happen like 20 years later. Like you, just, just <laughs> for that time. Yeah, yeah. Like there's, there's nobody <laughs> yeah, yeah. barking like a dog right now when they hear one. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Impossible. And that's that's the, the biggest thing is especially when you're doing hypnosis, you got to make sure you say these things out yeah, loud. Yeah, because people think, okay, I'm going to be hypnotized forever. I'm going to be like... Yeah, and that yeah. fear is going to create them not wanting to be part Absolutely. of it and it's not going to work. And I should stress, I am talking about the hypnosis, but mentalism is what I do for a living. I don't do hypnosis professionally. I could do a whole stage show all about hypnosis. It's not something I'm interested in. Mm. The hypnosis I like is that off-the-cuff entertainment style on the street. That's the kind, or even in a room, something like this. That's the kind of stuff that I like. Only for video, only to entertain people uh, via video for a different thing. Right? Obviously, people love the mentalism, the mind and all that, but I want to vary it up. But mentalism is my true passion. I love the hypnosis. Something I was, always wanted to learn as a kid, but mentalism, that's me. I'm, I'm the mentalist. Mm. There's hypnotists out there that are incredible. 10 out of 10, phenomenal. Phenomenal, phenomenal. A good friend of mine, Spidey. Insane hypnotist. I learned from him. Hmm. So what do you got coming up? A lot. I am working on a show to the public soon. I was trying to do it in October. I wanted to do it on my birthday, like October 29th. Yes, a big show to the public uh, via ticket. Butterfly Effect. It's the whole a whole show on the butterfly effect because I'm a big believer in it. Every decision we have made in our life has ultimately led us to where we are today. I'm a big believer in that. As I said at the beginning of the podcast, if we didn't make the decisions we did, we would not be in this exact moment right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what the whole show is about. So I was going to do it in October, but I'm doing some changes around just because I have some things planned with some very high profile celebrities, uh, some athletes. I don't want to give any names yet, some artists, but some very influential big artists and athletes that uh, I am working to do some shoots with and get them in some videos, blow their mind. That's uh, one thing <laughs> planned. The show soon. I haven't decided when yet because obviously you got to pick a right day when you're doing yeah. a show to the public you want to make sure it's a right day for people to come as many people as possible now i think no matter when you book it you're always going to get some some people to come but sure. i want to make sure it's in the best place where as many people can come as possible and that is a big thing too when you're putting on a show you need a big team behind you to do it right i don't want to do it half-assed and say okay here's the show and we can do it i could do one like that in a week why yeah. I'm not, I'm not one to half-ass things. I want to mm -hmm. make sure it's amazing. Now, this is just the big show to the public that I'm working on because I've been writing the show Butterfly Effect for years now. Three, four years. It's been an on, off, on, off, What do you on, mean by writing? Game. So I, I write my show out. Like I write out like the whole routine gotcha. from top to bottom, the intro, the middle, the ending. I want it to be a story. I don't want it to be trick after trick after trick sure, after right. trick after trick. I want it to be a story that when you come and you watch the show, 
you leave like, wow, wow, like it destroyed, like not destroyed, but you know what I mean, like mind mind, mind boggling, exactly, <laughs> but left with something like an experience there. So that's another thing. I'm even trying to do a uh, video shoot in different parts of the states. So I want to go to Vegas. I want to go to. Uh, Different parts of the U.S. Yeah. I want to go to Europe, Italy, Romania, all these different places to get some uh, some more shots. Yeah. It's fun even giving back to all the fans that are supporting me. I'm going to come do meet and greets, and we're going to get some content. You're going to be in the videos. Something I want to do. Because at first, seeing this growth on social media, at first, I was like, whoa. like, Where did this happen? And I had so many people call and message me. This is unheard of. What did you do? What did you do? Did you buy followers? Did you do this? I didn't do anything. I literally just posted. Which is easy for people to automatically. Exactly. Think that and I, I have yeah. all the analytics to show this is here. Like, this is it, it, it's what it is. I was freaking out at first. It all took one video because I post daily. So, sometimes, you know, I won't post one day, but I post twice the other day. But essentially, it averages out to daily. I post daily. One video goes, they all go, then they all start pumping. And then it just goes from there growth and growth and growth so i want to give back to people too i was uh i was chatting with my videographers we haven't decided when we're going to do it yet but we are going to be doing something soon where we're going to go to different places of the u.s different places of canada meet and greets video shoots hmm. yes. Very fun cool. different scenery yeah right? yeah change it up why not yeah. do it in front of the vatican <laughs> that'd be cool <laughs> and then you can get them to really call you a gin <laughs> Amazing. That's the best. Um, we got some stuff we got to try. Okay, yes. Let's try something. So when we were on the phone, yeah. you said that you wanted to create a challenge where one of you is going to write a name, put it in their pocket. Mm -hmm. I never touch it. You wrote a name. You have it in an envelope in your pocket, correct? And just for clarity, I didn't tell you that I wanted to do this. I didn't know this was happening. Yeah. yeah. So you literally wrote a name. It's in an envelope in your pocket. I never touched it. He never touched it. Nobody touched it. You literally wrote it in an envelope, put it in your pocket. Yeah. Can you think of that name for me right now? Yeah. Is this a childhood friend? Yeah. Okay. I want you to imagine that person right here. Ignore everything around you. Just imagine this connection here. Imagine the person here and imagine we can speak on a mental level. In your mind, I want you to say, Kevin... I am thinking of and say the name in your head. It is essential that you don't say the name out loud because that's not mind reading, that's just listening, okay? In your head, Kevin, I'm thinking of now. Close your eyes. Keep your eyes closed. This is what I this is what I think. I don't know. For the first time right now. Open up your eyes. What is the name you're thinking of? The friend? Brendan. No fucking way. <laughs> and can, can you pull it out and show everyone? I have a question. Pancho, you do you need it? all that stuff or do you, do you know already and you just said all that stuff is part no, of that? No, it's reading. Part reading. Of the, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Can you? It says Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, man. But you know what? Let's try it with you. Yeah, sorry? He's got questions. He's got no, questions. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a, like I don't have a question. I just because <laughs> like as as I was like listening to you, I'm like that sounds like you made a beat. <laughs> Interesting. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Very you. Much. No, thank you. 
I want to do with you. I want you to go back now. Now, you didn't write this down. I no. want you to go back, and I want you to think of a childhood friend that stands out more than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Now, it's essential. Again, you don't say anything out loud. You just remember and think of their name. Okay? okay? Don't say anything out loud. Can you think of a letter somewhere in the middle for me? Don't say anything out loud. Just think of it. Okay. See, interesting. Did you see how the eyes jumped? He thought of one letter and he jumped to another. Almost as if you thought of the L and the K. I don't know why. Like, you kind of jumped like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Don't give anything away. I love it. See, he took it literally. He took it literally. Didn't give anything away. He looked at me with a death stare. Mm. Didn't even admit if uh, there was an L and a K. I like you're it. You're not it's getting good. me is what he's thinking. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> In your mind, just say the name now. In your head. One more time. Close your eyes. Don't open your eyes. Keep your eyes closed. I'm going to show the camera. Open up your eyes. Samir, for the first time, what is the name of the childhood friend you just thought of right now? Nicola. (laughs) Fuck off. My question is... You didn't. How? Write, you didn't. You didn't write that, and I like. You didn't write it this way. You did like. I couldn't like. It was like, and then you did like an A. Like it was yes. like what? Yes. That's interesting. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that's all. Like it's crazy. And that's how he spells it too. Yeah. Nicola, are you gonna be seeing Nicola soon? No. No. If you ever do, tell Nicola I say hello, please. <laughs> I will. Nicola, if you end up watching this, shout out to to you. Fuck. <laughs> but. Damn. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. What did you think of that? How? <laughs> I said, this, it's always the how. Like, it's the how. Like, the whole time I was thinking, like, when he's doing mine, I was like, he knows. He's just doing all this questioning just to showbiz, you know? <laughs> no, no. But, but you, then you're saying you need it. I was like, fuck, man, it's good. It's good. <laughs> it's good. It's good. <laughs> now, for all the viewers, now, this is the thing. is it's, it's great that you wrote it because you did say to me on the phone, let's create a challenge and again, you wrote it, you put an envelope, you put it in your pocket. Mm. I didn't touch it. I didn't touch the paper or the envelope. It's been in your pocket the whole time. Yeah. Two, a lot of people, they say in the videos, write it down because we want proof. Now, obviously, we didn't have that with you, but I think I think yeah. this proved it enough right there. You could have thought of anyone, and you went for Brandon. Yeah. Some gin activity going on. <laughs> After the whole podcast, they're still going to leave thinking it's gin. <laughs> you know, this is amazing. See, one of my friends said, you know what would be funny? If you play into that. You play and you feed into that. Like, yeah. acting like it is. Yeah. Like, create posters where there's little gins on my shoulder. And I'm like, I don't want to because then people are going to think that's what it is, which is yeah, not they, it. They don't want to be labeled as that. They don't want that yes. to be like... Yes, because yeah. it's not it. It's, it's all about... And for people watching, the whole thing with Jin is they're saying there's demons speaking to me. Mm. One of the comments killed me a few days ago. They're like, his assigned Jin is telling him in his ear. I'm like, assigned, what do you think this is? (laughs) We just go to the store. It's like, okay, you're assigned with Jeremy. Jeremy's going to be your Jin. Mm. What? But uh, it's the illusion of mind reading. My job is to use my five known senses to create the illusion of a sixth sense. Essentially, like I said, I'm either going to put a thought in your head or I'm going to pull one out. And that's what I do. That's insane. Kevin, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'm going to spend a lot of time trying to figure out how you did this. Um, I won't ask you how because I don't want you to, to give it away. I want to figure it out. I probably won't, but I'm going to try anyway. Um, thank you for coming. Thank you. Very we much appreciate it, man. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Learned, thank you. Uh, learned a ton. It was very fascinating that a field like this can be 
something that can, you know, you can make a career out of. And I'm excited to see where you go because you got passion, you got energy, Thank you. you've got, you're a showman. Thank and you. in the nicest way possible. Thank you. So super excited to see where you go. Keep us posted on everything you're doing. We're going to follow along this I love, journey. I love to see people succeed in untraditional ways. Yeah. Because like I know for sure you must have a lot of people tell you, man, what the fuck are you doing, bro? You know, and there's no chance, man. Just give it up. You're not going to be able to do this. Like, you know, and it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> 100%. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter because I got this. 100%. And it's just like... And when people ask you, so how's the magic? There's this this like they, smug they want look you, they on your want face. you to be like, oh, I stopped to do it, but then like you know, like, yeah. yeah, it's like how's the magic going? Smug look on their faces, like it's going great, better than the nine yeah. to five. Mm-hmm. And you know, people people ask, like, oh, so so how much do you make? How much this? And you know what I respond with? Thank God for everything. I don't say anything because it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't Thank God matter, man. for everything. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. We had a conversation with. Um, I don't know if you know him, uh, Wallace Wong. He's a chef, entrepreneur, and he was talking about how, you know, everything that people see him doing on social media and everything, he gets those kinds of questions. They think that he's glamming it up. He's getting all this money and everything. And he said how he spends most of the money back into himself, into his business, because that's what you're doing. You're building your business. 100%. And I think this concept of people always wanting to know how much is less so about how much you're making and more so about whether they think that they can actually make money in anything other than the traditional nine to five. And that's the thing. You have to feel bad because people just are stuck in this box, right? And I get it. You know, if if you love your nine to five job, great. Power to you. Amazing. I didn't. I didn't. Every moment I was at the job, I wanted to leave. I'm like, I, I need to go focus on this. But if you love what you do as a career and you're doing the nine to five, everyone watching, don't think that this is me bashing you. It's not about that. But if you don't love it, then you need to think a little bit out of it. Like you can do so much more. My girlfriend gets so annoyed with me because I'm always that guy. What do you love to do? Make it. Do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not that easy. Exactly. Nothing's easy. And my friend, my videographer, Marcel Mazuka, Maz, he always said this. Because the day before I quit my jobs, we were in a room, we were talking, and he looked at me and he said, pick your heart. Everything in this life is hard. Pick your heart. Mm. And I woke up the next morning. That's all I needed to hear, to walk out. I fucking love that. that. Shout out, Maz. Shout out, Maz. Pick your heart. Pick your heart. Everything in this life is hard. Everything in this life. Everything worth it is going to be hard. Exactly. Exactly. And that's it. And, you know, back to the thing about making a career, you need to obviously have that need, like you said. That's why events, they need entertainment. Yeah. That's that's literally like in every business. Find the need, build the trust, love what you do, work hard. You'll do whatever you like. Amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. Buddy, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for blowing our minds and giving me something to think about for the next few hours. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, keep us posted, man. Seriously. Thank you. Let us know what you're up to. Thank you. And... Uh, some exciting stuff coming up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Really All right, everybody. It. Thank you.